Hey guys, welcome back to Self Love Saturdays. I cannot believe we are already on episode number three. Thanks for hanging in here as I ease into making my own podcast. I have mentioned this before. I work full time in an office position. I am back in school studying natural nutrition. I have a health and wellness consulting business on the side, a blog, trying to have a bit of a social life, juggling family commitments, and etc. It is seemingly never ending. Um, I wanted to chat about a few different things this episode, though, a little bit more informally. I know this may not be the exact style of podcast you're used to listening to, but that's just me. (laughs) I want it to be a little bit more casual when we chat here, something that will leave you thinking and something you can relate to a little bit more as well. So I am 24, and although I may be young, I have been through quite a few experiences in my day. You may have heard a few of them from episode number two, where I discussed my journey from who I was throughout my youth and my teen years and my young adult years, becoming who I am now um, at 24, the face and name of a brand, um, Healthy Fit Strong is everything that is me, everything I strive to be and work so hard to encompass my life with it just is there in Healthy Fit Strong, and I love it. I'm so thankful to have this platform to speak, and now having this platform here in a podcast form as well. I wanted to chat about growing and evolving, and how that kind of sorts out different friendships and can begin to grow different friendships and eliminate different toxic relationships as well. Um, there's a very big thing right now where we are more connected than ever. In 2019, I can't believe we're in 2019 already, (laughs) we have never been so connected. This generation has never been so in touch, um, has never been so aware of what's going on in people's lives. And I 100% am very open and transparent about my private life on social media, because for me personally, I feel that with a platform, it's a responsibility to show the good and the bad, to take the highlight reel, and to also give the very raw, authentic self within that. And yes, of course, it still is a bit of more of a highlight reel, but there is ways around that through stories and through proper engagement and communication with my tribe where I can show exactly who I am um, and be as real as possible at least. So as I kind of started this journey to self-love and to putting myself first, I went through many, many waves of detox. And in these waves, I also experienced different ways that I can detox myself, my body, my emotional health, my mental health, and that included my social circle. So detoxing friendships can be very, very tough. But there was something that I wanted to accomplish when I went through all this. So for me, the most important thing was if you weren't contributing to my health, my happiness, or my successes, I didn't have room for you in my life. 
And it may come out as being a little harsh, but the truth is that at the end of the day, we have to be supporting each other. Friendships are mutual, or they're supposed to be. It's supposed to be a two-way street, right? The old adage. Um, And it's very, very accurate here. I realized along the way that I was in a lot of relationships that were full-blown one-way streets. My friends weren't putting anything into it. They weren't calling me. They weren't texting me. They weren't inviting me out places. They weren't there for me when I needed them, yet they expected me to drop everything for them. I had people drop me. Um, The minute I just stopped reaching out to them, it was as if they just didn't care anymore. Um, As if if I wasn't going to be calling them up, then they didn't have time for me. But that started to realize for me then that 100% it was a one-sided friendship where the minute I eliminated my effort, they were left with nothing because they weren't putting an effort. That friendship then died off. And it was really tough. <laughs> it was heartbreaking sometimes. And it wasn't just friendships. It was men I was dating. It was, you know, even acquaintances or work colleagues. You know, you you can keep a very pleasant relationship um, or acquaintanceship, rather. And a work colleague can be just that, a work colleague. You know, an acquaintance from the gym can be just that, just an acquaintance. You don't have to break your back for people. And I'm really guilty of that. I'm really guilty of going above and beyond for people. And I just want to help. I want to be there for them. And I realize that they don't necessarily want that same friendship. And that's okay. I'm not the right fit for everyone. But I was raised in a very honest household. So for me, I always felt if you didn't want to be my friend, then just tell me, you know, just be straightforward about it or don't commit to going out with me to then bail on me or flake. Um, And that's something that I find is difficult with our generation anyways, is that we're very flaky. And I say, so I say our generation quite liberally because for me, that does encompass all of millennials and um, as well um, the Y-Gen. So just not necessarily just millennials, but Y-Gen as well. So we have this really large span of people that are between, um, you know, like 37, 38 years old, all the way down to people that are like 17, 18 right now, um, where they're starting to go through this with their friends as they're growing and they're evolving and they're kind of weeding out their friendships. Um, We're so connected where we feel like we can just like a photo and we are invested in that relationship. We are providing um, validation for our friends. We are reaffirming that we're there but to like a photo or to comment a photo or to just peek in on someone's life briefly is not the same thing as a relationship with someone and that's where these lines start to get blurred a little bit you know this is where you get 
the exes that still follow your social media accounts. This is where you get the friends that don't ever talk to you that are still liking and commenting and sending their best and wishing you happy birthday. And you get those Merry Christmas texts and Happy Hanukkah texts. And it's very shocking when you receive those because, or at least for me it is, because for me, if you're not a part of my life, then I'm not reaching out to you. I'm not putting out those efforts. I'm not following your platforms. Um, on like a friend level, I'm not doing that. So for you to follow my personal accounts to like resend me new Facebook requests, it just doesn't really make sense to me. I guess at the end of the day, I am an extroverted introvert. Um, and I do kind of keep my immediate circle quite small. Um, but it's very, it's kind of mind boggling when you think about someone not wanting to be a part of your life, but still wanting to view it. Um, and this is where you get that social media versus media. We're still able to view Kardashians and Real Housewives and peek in on their lives. And because of social media, we're able to view normal everyday people as the same way where we can gossip about them, we can, you know, send a screenshot about something that someone just posted, and everyone knows everyone's business is how it often feels, um, but you don't really know. <laughs> you don't really know what's going on with them. You don't really know the truth behind those photos um, and the reality of things. You know, a lot of people on my personal page uh, would never know that I'm having a tough time. But I'm very vocal about that on my Healthy Fit Strong. Again, because I have a platform. I have a space that I can share, you know, guidance and and inspiration and motivation and tools. So I try to be honest with people to show them that it's not always rainbows. It's not always bright and cheery. Sometimes this is the reality of what's going on here. But a lot of my close friends or quote unquote close friends wouldn't realize that until they've seen my healthy fit strong pages because based off of my daily snapchats or my daily stories on my personal Instagram page, they would never see that. They'd never see those hurting days and those tough days. So when we realize that we're the most connected we've ever been, the realization then comes to that we are the most disconnected that we've ever been. Being able to check in on someone's life doesn't mean necessarily that you are connected to them on an emotional level. We're very isolated, our generation, again, millennial and Y-Gen. We have the higher rates of anxiety and depression. We have the highest rate of feeling lonely and isolated. And it's rattling to hear that. Every person that is my age that I know has struggled with anxiety. Every person I know has struggled at some point with depression and intense and immense feelings of loneliness. I struggle with that all the time. I live 
on my own. And it's tough coming home to an empty house at night. It's tough waking up alone, eating meals alone. You know, especially when we're struggling to find friends to hang out. Because a lot of us have become so introverted and so caught up in ourselves that we often don't make time for other people. And we don't realize that when we're not making time for other people, we are then condoning the act of other people not making time for us. We can't expect others to do for us if we're not willing to do for them. And we shouldn't be doing things for others so that they do for us, but it is a give and take situation. Um, So when I began detoxing these relationships like I touched on before, I felt like I was left with no one. I felt like I didn't really have these deeply connected relationships. I actually can count on one hand the amount of people that I feel are true friends for me. And that's totally fine. I am very much okay with having a small group of people, but it can be isolating. Growth and change is not easy by any means. But it means that you're putting yourself first to not allow toxicity to intrude and impede on your life. When you put your foot down and you say no, this is not okay, you are putting yourself first. That is self-care at its absolute finest. That is self-love at its best. And sometimes we need to be reminded that it is okay to be quote-unquote selfish. It's okay to put yourself first, to choose you. Because when you eliminate all these relationships that aren't actually fueling your happiness, you realize that at the end of the day, the absolute only person that will always be there for you is in fact you. And that took me years to understand. It took me years to accept, to embrace, but in doing so, I began to treat myself so much better. And it was life-changing to realize that it's okay to be alone. It's okay to not necessarily connect deeply and truly with hundreds of people. I will never be that person that has a birthday party and 40 people show up. 100 people show up. I will never be that person. I'm the person that has a birthday party and a small handful of people are there. And it's tough some days when you look at that, but it's only tough when you're comparing it to other people. When you remove those comparisons and you look deeply and think about how grateful you should be for those people that are in your life and how grateful those people are to have you in their lives as well, it's liberating. And growing, evolving, that makes you glow. It truly is a growing and glowing moment. 
and it's something that we all need to go through. I highly suggest taking a look at the people that you surround yourself by and thinking, are they contributing to your happiness? Are they supporting your successes? Are they there for you when you need them? And if not, maybe it's time to reevaluate that particular friendship, that particular relationship or partnership. And when you do that, no one is saying to be malicious or aggressive or mean, but to maturely make the decision and communicate that and to discuss that maybe this isn't working. At the end of the day, it's going to be best for both parties. So on that note, take a few moments today. It's a Saturday. Maybe snuggle in with an extra cup of coffee and reflect. Journal. Meditate. Practice some self-love and make a choice for you. I think you'll be pretty happy with the results. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me on this episode of Self-Love Saturdays. I am so, so grateful that you keep showing up for me on this podcast. Um, If you could do me a great favor, I would really appreciate it if you could like, comment, follow along, and send me a message if you want to connect, if you want to submit a topic or if you think I should connect with another podcaster to have on the show, I'd really love all of your feedback. This is Self Love Saturdays, and I hope you have an amazing, loving, growing, and glowing day.